0: Are you ready to start being visible? Well, you have come to the right place. Welcome to the Start Being Visible podcast. My name is Mildred Talabi. I've spent most of my working life mastering the art of personal branding in my career as a former journalist and communications professional, and in my business, which has taken on various forms over the years. I now spend my time championing and coaching women to increase their influence, income, and impact through being visible on platforms like LinkedIn and beyond. In this podcast, I'm gonna be sharing with you my insights into the journey to be invisible, as well as bringing you amazing candid conversations with female leaders who have chosen to step out of the shadows and into the limelight in their work lives. Now I want you to hit the subscribe button and get ready to start your own journey to be invisible with today's episode. Well hello 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 and welcome to today's episode of Start Being Visible podcast and today's episode is a solo episode which means you have got me all to yourself and in today's show we are going to be talking about how to leverage LinkedIn visibility for your next career move. So if you're somebody who is looking for your next job You're currently in the middle of job hunting. You're thinking about a career move this year. After all, we are in January, right? We're in a new year. People always like to start the new year with this might be my time to move on from my current role. So if that's you, then you're going to want to listen to this episode. Or if you're somebody who, like I was for so much of my working life, who side hustled. So you had your career, you know, you've got the business, you're open for opportunities. You're also going to want to listen to this episode. And if you don't fit those two categories, you're going to want to listen anyway, because there's always something to learn on this show. And the key thing that ties in everything that we talk about is this whole idea of being visible, which is why the show is called Start Being Visible. So we're going to talk about it today, how to leverage LinkedIn visibility for your next career move. Are you looking for your next role? Are you an employee? Are you looking to move on from here? Why am I talking about this today? I have been, and I am still, I'm in the middle of somewhat of a transition in my working life. That's probably the best way I can explain it. And just a little bit of a background, as I mentioned at the beginning. So my background career-wise is journalism. I trained as a journalist and I worked in the media for a bit before I moved into PR, um, public relations, and then communications and always had a business on the side. And I've always done the business alongside the day job and balanced the two really well, not just balanced. In fact, the two integrated really well because I was always able to bring the additional skills of personal development, all of that kind of stuff, my non-work life into my work life for the benefit of the organizations that I work for. So in the last four years, I've been focusing on my LinkedIn coaching business, which is what I do. I help women, in particular, female leaders, women in business, to start being visible on LinkedIn. That's the business that I've been doing for the last four years. And in between, I've done some other contract roles as well in the employment field. So since last year, I've been kind of in the middle of a transition, which has had me now in a place where I am actually looking to return into the comms field. So to scale back my business, I'm returning to work in the communications area. And this is what has inspired this podcast today, because there are some things that I would say that I'm learning, that I'm experiencing in this process of kind of going back into this job market that I want to share with you that I think will be helpful for you. Another thing to know, to also put it all into context, is prior to doing this LinkedIn coaching business, I actually had a a business called CV Makeover Expert, where for 12 years, I helped mid to senior level professionals to change jobs and change careers by doing their CVs and then doing their linkedin uh, profiles and then a bit after that some uh, a little bit of career coaching came into it but really it was really around preparing them for that next career move and in that 12 years i wrote two books <laughs> on the topic so i have a, my very first book it's called seven keys to a winning cv which you can still find on amazon and that was published 2011 oh my god that's a long time ago And then my second book was called The Science of Successful Job Hunting. So just to give you the backdrop, that experience of helping other people find jobs and helping myself find jobs along the way. And now that I'm having to re-enter the job market, I'm finding that things are a little bit different. And I wanted to share with you what I am observing in terms of using LinkedIn and being visible on LinkedIn as leverage for your next career move. And that visible part is really, really crucial. Now, if you don't know already, I have a book called Start Being Visible, which it gives you the complete blueprint for building your personal brand and building your business. In fact, your entire brand to help you get that next job or that improve your business opportunities on LinkedIn. So if you want to get hold of that, I will let you know how to do that a bit later on. the very first thing that I want to talk about in terms of when it comes to leveraging LinkedIn visibility for your next career move is you have absolutely got to build your personal brand and build your network before you need it. So, this is why I said at the beginning even if you're not job hunting right now, even if you're in business, even if you're doing something else right now, every single one of us can benefit from building a personal brand on a platform like LinkedIn. And the best time to build your brand, the best time to build those connections, the best time to build those relationships is before you need them. Because there's going to come a point where you need those connections. And if you want to start building it at that stage, it's almost too late. What I mean by that is to really start creating and crafting this identity on LinkedIn of This is who I am. This is what I have to offer. This is what I bring to the table. And you do that through your profile. You do that through content. You do that through engagement. And you do that through targeting your audience. Those are the four pillars of LinkedIn success that I talk about in my book, Start Being Visible. Now, how do we do that on a practical level? One of the very first things to really get into a habit of doing, if you don't already do this, is every single person that you connect with offline find them on LinkedIn, build those connections on LinkedIn. So people that you meet at events, former colleagues, you know, former co-workers, managers, whatever it is of building relationships and using LinkedIn as a place to stay in touch with people. And I know not everybody is active on LinkedIn. You might say, Mildred, not everyone posts on LinkedIn, but it's okay because it at least gives you a central place and a database to keep hold of all the contacts and the connections that you're making along your career. This is why I'm in the place I've been able to build my personal brand on LinkedIn over the last few years, et cetera, and and build my audience over 50,000 followers through content, through showing up. I'm looking for the right opportunity. Let's just put it that way. But in this process, I'm realizing just how important a connection, the connections that you have are. And by the way, when we talk about personal brand, your personal brand is not your job title. So you are not your job you are not your business you know you are not any of these things if you build your personal brand around your job title what happens is if you don't have that job anymore you feel lost you feel like i don't who am i you know and and i'm and i'm saying this because i've been i've worked with so many women in this space especially when you've had like a corporate career for example for a really long time and then you have to come out of it whether because you've been made redundant or because you're now transitioning into working for yourself as a business owner there's this bit, real big shock to the system that comes when it's like i have spent my entire career being identified as my job title and now i don't know who i am I don't know what my brand is. So I want you to avoid that by building your brand intentionally right now around what it is that you bring to the table in terms of what you offer to the world, your skills, your expertise, your talent, all of it, and how it all comes together. So that is the definition of what your personal brand is, how people remember you when you're not in the room, if you want to make that next career move in the direction that you want to go. So Let's look at the actual, the nuts and bolts of LinkedIn. This is the best platform to be on if you have professional goals in mind. And when I say be on, I don't just mean sign up for an account and let it gather dust for years. That does not help you. If you really want to use leverage LinkedIn for your next career move, you have got to start being visible on this platform. You've got to get active on this platform. Now, When it comes to building that personal brand, a key element of this is your profile page. What does your profile page say about you? Have a quick look from top to bottom and see if it lines up with the career move that you're trying to make. The year is going fast, but about three weeks or so, three or four weeks ago, I changed my LinkedIn profile because where I was in the position prior to this My profile was very much concentrated around the business that I do because that is the audience I was speaking to and wanted to speak to at the time. But when I realized that, okay, I wanted to make this transition, I needed to change my profile to reflect where I want to go which is I'm concurrently open to kind of communication specialist type of roles. I'm qualified in comms and journalism, all that kind of stuff. That's my background, but I have a whole lot more skills in the business arena. Very entrepreneurial, that kind of supports that work as well. But I knew that if I left my profile, as it was previously, very much targeted towards the coaching work that I do around LinkedIn. When people take a look at it, by people, I mean, recruiters, I mean, future employers, they're going to think this girl, like, what, what's she on about? She says she wants the work. but there's nothing on her profile that speaks to it directly in the key sections of the profile. So I had to make some amendments. And I'm suggesting that you do the same if you haven't already done this to suit the career move that you're looking to make. Because what you want to do is to make sure that when somebody lands on your profile page as a potential employer, as a recruiter, that there will be clear to them the kind of roles that you're going for, the kind of opportunities that you're open to. The key areas that you want to focus on with your profile, there's that banner space at the top, really crucial, the, the career move you're looking to make. So mine's all about being a comm specialist and um, I included the LinkedIn top voice there for extra credibility and USP because I'm not your average common person at all, at all. So I didn't, I wanted to include those details as well. But you can see from the banner. So work your banner. Start with your banner and work it all the way down. Your banner needs to have something that speaks directly to your potential employer or recruiter straight away. Don't go having a, a banner image of some forest or a beach or you know, I don't know. You know, people have these philosophical things. Oh, I like that picture. It really speaks to me. And then you put it up as your banner. It speaks to you. <laughs> but let me tell you, it doesn't speak to anybody else. It certainly does not speak for you. So you want a banner that speaks for you. So make sure that you pay attention to what kind of banner that you put up, because that's one of the very first things that people see when they land on your profile page. You build it around the wider picture of the industry, the field the, that you want to get into and that move that you want to make. So that's what you want to focus your headline around. So what does your headline say? And if you look at my right, it talks about com specialists, CIPR, CIPR being the industry body from the industry that I'm in. So that's in there straight away. So it's immediately known that I'm not just saying I'm in comms, I'm actually qualified in comms. I have a master's level qualification in communication. So that's immediately obvious my headline. And then the second half of my headline, because I'm still serving my business clients while I'm in this transition, speaks to my business clients and the kind of women that I still work with for my LinkedIn visibility coaching. That's the thing, you need to be intentional about what you put in your headlines. If you don't already have a headline that speaks to the career move that you want to make, after listening to this, I want you to go and tweet that headline straight away. So the banner is important. The headline is important. And then the about section. Everything on your profile is important, but these are the key sections that you can really use to sell yourself. So the featured box and the about section. So the about section, you want to have a narrative in there that speaks to who you are, what you bring to the table, and the kind of roles that you're looking for. I do workshops around this on what exactly to write in your about section. But what I will suggest that is absolutely going to help you is that you pick up a copy of my book, Start Being Visible. Now, at the moment, I'm doing a a relaunch of the book because the original version came out September 2021. And it has been really great, some really excellent reviews on Amazon. But I have recently updated it as of this month that is coming out hot off the press. And you can be one of the first to get hold of a copy of this by going to startbeingvisible.com forward slash book relaunch. So I'm relaunching the book and I've got some special bonus offers to go with it. So you get a signed copy of the book, wherever you are in the world, a signed print copy, and you get a dual copy as well. You get um, some other bonuses, including the opportunity to attend a live Q&A session with me just for a few, hours, a few hours, a very small, intimate group, just to ask me anything at all about how to use LinkedIn for advancing your career or your business. In there, I talk about the four process of how to write your profile and the about section and all the other bits that's involved as well as content and everything else. Okay, the next thing that I want to talk about is how to actually find jobs via LinkedIn. I'm probably not going to like me for this, but I would probably suggest that going through the LinkedIn jobs option, it's probably one of the worst ways that you can go about this process of finding suitable jobs through LinkedIn. And the reason is not because there are no suitable jobs on there. The reason is, and I've seen this myself, I've literally seen this. I've sat, I've sat there, I was like, okay, and when I started at the beginning of this, I'm like, right, tapping in some comms stuff, okay, comms manager, head of comms, comms, you know, and I see all these great jobs. And some of them, it's like, for example, say this job was posted. 14 hours ago. And then you go and look and it's like, it shows you the number of applicants. I'm not sure if this is a premium feature only or for everybody because I have premium. I'm not sure if it shows this to everybody, but if you don't have it on regular one, you can see how many people have applied for the job that you're going after. And more often than not, it's literally the job's like 80 applications already. Is that 80 people have applied. Now you have to remember this is a one job. One job, 14 hours, 80 applicants. Now, that is, has got to be one of the worst ways to go about the job hunting process because you are one of the 80, and that's 80 in the first 14, uh, 14 hours, another 24 hours, another two days, another however long, and more and more people, and then you get to this ridiculous position where there's hundreds of people going for one role. And even with that, the very first hoop you have to jump over is the applicant tracking system. So it's not even, you don't even get to a real human straight away. Your CV is analyzed by AI before it then gets to a human. So that is a really hard process to go down if you want to use LinkedIn to apply for jobs. This is why I kind of recommend bypassing this element. By all means, if you want to do it for fun, get your CV ready, submit, do your easy apply, you know, via LinkedIn, if you want, by all means, but just know you are gambling. It is literally crazy, literally crazy. And I'll quickly realize that this is not going to be the avenue that I'm going to use to connect with this place, this opportunity where I am going to serve and use my gifts and talents to really benefit this organization. I don't think it's going to happen by applying via LinkedIn LinkedIn jobs with so many competition out there. So I'm not recommending that to you either. I'm not recommending that as your primary tactic for using LinkedIn as a way to make your next career move. Now, something that you do on the side, feel free to do that, but don't make that your, your primary tactic because it is so saturated. So, What else can you do? You're not going to be able to apply directly or you don't necessarily want to apply directly because the competition is so much. So what are you going to do instead if you don't do this way? Let's talk about the Open to Work badge. Now, for those who are not familiar with LinkedIn and the Open to Work badge, it is this little half ring that goes across your profile photo on LinkedIn, on your LinkedIn profile photo that says open to work when you're job hunting. So you have to activate it and you have to decide to activate it. And you have to decide when you're open to work on LinkedIn, you have to decide whether you want to make this public and visible to all, everybody to see, or whether you just want to limit it to just recruiters to see. If you limit it to just recruiters, the open to work badge won't switch on in your profile. But if you want to make it public so that everybody who lands on your profile knows that you're open to work then you get the option to activate that open to work badge so this green little half banner comes on your picture that says open to work now i have a confession to make about the open to work badge (laughs) and i must say um that for a while i actually really didn't like this badge this is way before I was job hunting this is like as you, as I said I, I teach people how to use LinkedIn I teach um, job seekers and um business people as well so and I do training and workshops and all that kind of stuff and and I have been known to kind of badmouth the open to work badge <laughs> you know I've been known to kind of say a bad mouth and what I used to think um, and what I thought in the past I was like okay so this Open to Work badge, LinkedIn introduced, I don't know how long ago, but it wasn't always there, maybe a year, two years at the most. So LinkedIn introduced this Open to Work badge as a way to help job seekers. But I, at the time when I first used to see these, I used to think, um, I don't think I like it. You know, I don't think I like it because of the fact that it's kind of saying And and to be honest, this is me confessing before you right now, I was like, it has kind of like a desperate feel to it, you know, because it's like, it's almost like it's screaming, I need a job, I need a job, (laughs) you know? And that was the perspective that I had initially with this open to work badge. So when it came to me making this transition and I was like, considering this open to work badge, I was like, huh, but Mildred, remember what you said? (laughs) I remember what you said and what you thought about this open to work bad how do you feel about it now and I really had to check myself on this you know because I was like I don't want to be a I don't want to be a I don't want to I definitely don't want to be a hypocrite that's not my thing I don't do that and I am very honest um which will come to figure out if you listen to my stuff but as like so I had to honestly ask myself like what how do you feel about this because you said that this, this can sometimes give the impression of desperation and all of that kind of stuff. So are you going to add this Open to Work badge to your stuff or not? And I would tell you, initially, I didn't, partly because I was still processing this transition I was going for, and it's a much longer story than just my career life, my work life. For now, this is where it's focusing, Right. So I was still processing this and I was like, I don't know if I'm ready to kind of go public with this because I've built my personal brand around what I do in my business and all of that. And and I and I help people in business and now to kind of go from there and just sort of now be championing employment and going into employment. It's a big shift, and I don't know if I'm comfortable with it and making that publicly. So I didn't immediately until I got to the place where I was like, actually. I now get it because, and what I got there after I did, I'm going to jump to what I did next and what I recommend that you do. And then I'll tell you how I got back. Then we'll go back to the open to work. So I paused on the open to work for then. I was like, okay, until I'm comfortable with it, I'm not going to put it on till I have like, I kind of reasoned it out in my head. So what I then thought to do is like, okay. If I'm going to get that next opportunity, I'm going to use visibility as the channel to do this. And so I did a post. I wrote a post and I essentially announced to my audience on LinkedIn that here's what's happening. I am in transition. And in this phase of transition, I am looking to go back into the world of employment via the comms route. Here are the kind of roads that I'm looking for. And if you know of anyone who's hiring or if you have anything, any opportunities that you want to discuss with me, reach out, get in touch, all that kind of stuff. Essentially, this post was me making my search public. You know the African saying that it takes a village to raise a child. Now, if you try and do it all by yourself and you're head down, you're applying for jobs and other job boards and on LinkedIn, etc., you're not going to get as far and definitely not as quickly. But if you involve other people, and now this is where you make use of your network, whether it's people that you know online on LinkedIn or in real life, friends, family, all of that, if you involve your network, now you're suddenly accelerating. So this is what that post was designed to do. So I put the post out, which loads of people connected with and kind of shared. And few, quite a few people reached out to me with potential opportunities. So that is a strategy that I would definitely recommend for you ASAP. Because then you have it on other people's radar. So people now are aware of what I'm looking for. And every so often I get messages from someone say, oh, I saw this and I thought of you or, you know, that kind of stuff. So what you're doing is you're mobilizing your network because people want to help you get to where you want to go. But often we don't get the help we need because we don't ask. For whatever reason, we don't ask. So this is me giving you permission to ask. Ask your network for help. In terms of putting it out in a post, and before you do that, this is where we why we started with the profile. Make sure that your profile represents and reflects the career move that you want to make. You don't want to waste a visibility opportunity by bringing eyeballs to your page, and your page is rubbish, (laughs) you know, or it's just not tailored or geared towards the audience that you want to attract or the roles that you want to attract. So. This is going to help because you need to let your network know that you are looking. And if you don't post on LinkedIn, then let this be your introduction post. So how you would do it, if you've never posted on LinkedIn before, you don't post very often and the last time you posted was like months ago and you can't remember what you you spoke about, then I would tie it in with an introduction post, post that reads something like, hey, this is who I am, this is what I do. I don't post that often on LinkedIn, but I'm trying to get more active on LinkedIn. Right now, I'm looking for a role, and these are the kind of roles I'm looking for. These are the kind of skills that I have. If you know anyone that knows anybody, please reach out. Let me know. So that's it. It doesn't have to be anything overly complicated, and make sure you whack a photo with it. Yes, a selfie. We want to see you with this kind of post because that is going to get more engagement because people, we're naturally drawn to visual to visuals, to images. And also you're talking about yourself. So it would be nice to see a photo of you with it. So whack a photo of you on it, make it an intro post and use it to announce what you're looking for and um, the kind of roles that people can support you in finding. And now this leads me back to the open to work. So after I had gone public, so now that the cat is out of the bag essentially, then it makes sense to put the open to work, you know, out of my, to put it on my profile. Because essentially, I've now told people that I'm doing this. It's no longer something that I'm kind of wrestling with in terms of the transitions. Like, okay, I'm making this transition. I've spoken about it publicly. Now, let me just add those extra seals to it and put that open to work badge on it. Now, I'm not saying that it's made a dramatic difference in terms of I'm now being inundated with offers left, right, and center because I activated the open to work badge. No, but it is still early days. It is definitely still early days. It's only been about a week or so, but it's just that it is a visually, a way that people can visually recognize and identify that you are in the market for a new opportunity. So people in your network who may have an opportunity that suits you will be able to know that instantly in case they missed that post that you did. And by the way, I did that one post and then I've done other posts about other things that I do. You know, like I did a video talking about something else. I'm training for a 10K run. And then at the end of it, I talk about my transition and the job search again. You know, and then in a different post, I talk about it. So don't just do a one and done. Don't do one post. Expect a whole flurry of responses and think that's it. Just keep reminding people because you need to remember that, one, everyone does not log on to LinkedIn every single day. Two, people, we forget things easily because we're, most people are self-centered. Like we're thinking about ourselves. We're not thinking about you. So this is why advertisers constantly ram messages in our heads because they know that if they tell us just once, we ain't going to remember it. They tell us twice, we're not going to remember it. Apparently, it's at least seven times that we need to hear a message before it registers in our mind. So if you haven't already talked about this in in seven different ways on different posts, then you haven't started talking about it. You really need to start being visible with this to help you in that job search, um, accelerate that job search for your next career move. Now, one more, two more things, (laughs) you know, before we round up on this, to come and join me for my book relaunch. And the relaunch event, which is like a, it's an extended Q&A session where you get to ask me anything at all about LinkedIn and using LinkedIn for your career success and your business success as well to tie in with the relaunch of my awesome LinkedIn book, Start Being Visible. That relaunch virtual event is taking place on Thursday, the 8th of February. If you can't make the live event, that is absolutely okay because it will be recorded and the recording will be sent out to everybody who registers for a ticket. And the Ask Me Anything session is part of an awesome, awesome deal where you get the book, the print version of the book, you get the digital version of the book. You also get my content that works, which gives you like awesome examples of great content that works and also inspiration, on how to create your own engaging content on LinkedIn. Places for the actual live event is limited to just 20 people. If you want in, go grab it. Some of the tickets are already gone because I shared it with my newsletter list and people jumped on board. Go to startbeingvisible.com forward slash book hyphen relaunch. Okay. So we talked about using, building your profile. We've talked about doing the post, putting it open to work. Now, connections. This is why you need to make connections and build your connections before you need them, because we never know when we need people. And it's not about building connections just to need people, because, you know, so you will also be needed by somebody. So it's good to connect. We were not created to be alone, right? It's not good for man to be alone, as it says in the Bible. Okay, man or woman, human beings, you know, even if you're like, Mildred, I don't have a lot of connections. I'm new in the game. I'm on LinkedIn. I don't have 50,000 followers like you or the connections. I've only got a few hundred I've got. That is absolutely fine because you can start with what you have. You don't need a massive network to have quality connections because we're going for quality and not quantity, right? Okay, you can have 30,000 connections on LinkedIn and not a single one of them will be any good to you if you don't have quality relationships with any of them. So they're just random people who don't know you, don't care about you, that does not serve you at all. What you want to do is you want to mine your connections. You want to reach out to your connections. So one of the things that I employed in this strategy, and I still need to go through because I have a lot of connections. <laughs> I searched my network for anybody who I knew was a recruiter, and I reached out to them, recruiter in the fields that I work in. And I reached out to them. I said, hey, Here's the deal. I'm on the move. This is what I'm looking for. Do you know anything? I then looked for people in, that are decision makers in organizations. So we're looking for senior level HR people, people development, all those kind of people who are or CEOs of small companies, you know, who I had connections with that I could also let know about my job search. So people are doing referrals and all that kind of stuff. So there's some stuff going on in the background in that sense. What I would suggest that you do is to mine your own connections. If you've never kind of had time to go through your network and see who's in there, now's the perfect opportunity to do that. So you can even export your connections list, your contacts off LinkedIn into some kind of spreadsheet where you can then easily see what the job titles are, see who's in your list and make a note of who you want to reach out to. The hidden job market. Is the job market via which you're going to find your next role a whole lot easier than the public one? Once the job is advertised, it's almost too late because now you're competing with 200 people in the space of 14 hours of the job being posted. So, but if you go down the route of mining your connections and reaching out to people you already know in your network, then you can potentially tap into the hidden job market. This is the jobs that are out there about to be made that have not gone public yet because. You know, companies don't actually want to advertise jobs necessarily if they can find good people first, you know, so they don't necessarily want to do that because that's a lot of headache for them in terms of the time it takes to put out, to create the job ad, to put it out, to wait for responses to sit through all 219 of the rubbish CVs out of the 220 that they received. And then the, the interview process is a whole big chunk of time Energy and money that they would rather save by just finding someone who is brilliant, without going down that road that route. Which is why some of them employ recruitment agencies, because again, recruitment agencies help to shorten that talent pool. But imagine now if you can go directly by mining the contacts that you have. How much more chances of success are you going to have? Because now you're not competing with 200 people. You're competing with potentially one person, and that's yourself. So. Mind your, con- reach out to your connections, see who knows what. What we're doing at this stage is we you're just sowing seeds. Now, the thing about sowing seeds, I am not no farmer, <laughs> you know. In fact, there's a biblical principle, seed, time, and harvest. You know, seed, time, harvest is a, is a biblical principle. You plant a seed and then you leave it sometime and then you get a harvest. So seed, time, and harvest. So what we're doing with all of these different methods is we're planting seeds. You don't know which of the seeds are going to start sprouting first. So it's important that you plant as many as you can. So you plant the seed of reaching out to your connections. You plant the seed of putting out job posts. um, I mean, putting out posts around what you're looking for. You plant the seed of getting ready with your profile, you know, and making sure that you have it there for when those opportunities come. So you plant all of these different seeds. And then at some point you are going to reap a harvest you're going to reap a harvest. And the bit in between of seed time and harvest is time. So that's my final point is that after you've done all of this, do it some more, (laughs) you know, continue to do this and then have patience. One of the biggest things for me in this whole transition period that I've been going through is this whole coming to this realization of patience the weight and I did a video about this on LinkedIn I don't know a few days ago a week or so whenever it was right I put so much I don't know when I put it out but it's that whole that waiting period can feel really hard and sometimes it can get discouraging in the early days it did kind of get discouraging because I was like I don't know what I want to do next and I don't know where you know where I want to go kind of thing but I'm past that stage and you and I this is what I'm advising to you as well so be patient as you do all of these things continue to do them and be patient and trust that the right opportunity will come to you. Honestly, it will come to you as surely as night follows day. All seasons don't last forever, right? So I don't want you to lose hope. I want you to remain patient. And I want you to know that that right opportunity is coming for you. So just keep sowing those season, you're going to get the harvest. Okay. So normally people talk to you about things like this after the process, but I wanted to talk to you about it as I'm going through the process. And I might do a future one to update you because I want to help you. If that has been useful to you, please let me know in the comments. Let me know what stood that to you the most, what action you're going to take as a result of this podcast today. I know you've got more questions, and but we have run out of time. So as I said, if you want, I've dedicated a whole 90 minutes just to answer all your questions about LinkedIn, for your career success and for your business building, which is happening on Thursday the 8th of February as part of the relaunch of my LinkedIn book, Start Being Visible. Now, if you want to come and join me for this session, it's limited to just 20 people. Go to startbeingvisible.com forward slash book Relaunch. That is going to give you not just access to the um, live Q&A, but it's also going to give you a signed copy of my book, Start Being Visible, as well as a digital copy and my content network packs. It's a a whole load of goodies for you to really help you get started and launch yourself forward even more in this journey to be invisible on LinkedIn. This is it for this episode of Start Being Visible share the words, spread the words, and let other people know. Subscribe, of course, so you don't miss it. Thank you so much. And I look forward to seeing you again next Wednesday at the same time, live on LinkedIn, six o'clock UK time. We are live with the broadcast, the episodes of Start Being Visible, and then it goes on a podcast after that. Let me know what your biggest takeaway was from this episode. One action point that you are going to do. And I'll see you again next week. Take care. You've been listening to the Start Be Invisible podcast with me, Mildred Talavi. If you're a female leader or a woman in business and you're ready to start your own journey to being visible on LinkedIn and beyond, get in touch with me via LinkedIn or reach out to me through my website at startbeingvisible.com. Now, don't forget to hit the subscribe button on your way out and I'll see you next week for another five episodes.